Hello, folks. Welcome to Revival Now. I'm your host, John Saxbury. Thank you for coming and, and being on and listening to me this Saturday afternoon. Um, God has really been doing new things. I want to welcome all the people listening to me on Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher. Um, there's a couple other ones. Google Radio. Google Radio. Um, there's a couple other ones I forgot, but that, but it'll come to me. Um, I just want to welcome everybody that they can hear me, they can hear my voice via internet radio, and those who are watching by Facebook Live. I got a new message. It's the three things that Satan hate, that the demonic forces hate about revival. Things that will open your eyes up. And I'm going to give you these three things. And I'm saying, what, John, what are these three things? Well, the three things that I'm about to give you are this. One is religion. One is a spirit of religion, a spirit of control, and a spirit of rage. This is that is the key forces that try to shut revival down. The things that did are influenced in a, the things that are influenced and that influence has been in the church as well. People in the church, they they get in they, they're being influenced by these three things, and they're they're trying everything to do to, to, because they're under that influence. They shut down a move of God. They shut down what revival is all about. They shut down the the move of the Spirit. Um, we've got to we've got to step up, folks. We got to step up, church. This is not a game, folks. This is this is about souls. This is about people dying and going to hell. We need to quit the social. The one thing in church that 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 stands out the most is when churches start to develop social circles and start running all the non-believers out because they they want to protect. Something that they claim is theirs that ain't there that was never theirs in the first place. That this this is this is holy ground we're talking about here. And, and I want you to go with me to the book of Luke, chapter four. This is an amazing journey I've been on, and I mean we've we we've really grown by leaps and bounds like practically overnight i mean the, the holy spirit told me to start a podcast to start a podcast and as i did the thing exploded i mean i got report after report after report of get, being able to get onto this network and getting on that network and being able to get, grab this and this network gra grabbing a hold of it and it was like it blew my mind it's it's just amazing folks i mean God's doing something in this hour, and there's, I mean, there's no mistake about it. Revival is happening in America. We are seeing revival. Religion, re, the religious, the relig, religion can't stand it because religion wants control. Oh, Luke. Okay, Luke chapter 4, we're going to begin here. This is about when Jesus was fasting in the garden and um, fasting and praying in the garden. He was he was being tempted, and he was being tempted as devil. You going to help me preach, Molly? This is my puppy, Molly, by the way. For those of you who can't see what I'm doing, I'm, I've, got, I've got me and my, chihuah my chihuahuas here helping me preach. And Jesus, being filled with the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. 
And in those, in those days, he did not eat in nothing. And when they were ended, after he warded hungered, and the devil said unto him, Thou be the Son of God, command this stone be made of bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall live by bread alone, by, by, but by, not by bread alone, but by every word of God. That's the spirit of control. The devil wanted to control Jesus, tried to take control over Jesus. He wanted that control, tell Jesus what to do. Here, you, you think you're such authority? Here, here you do this. He was ordering, basically ordering Jesus around. That's basically what religious people that don't like revival do. They, they think that they got to order people around. They got to be the one. They got to be the big. They got to be this upper hand authority. And when they don't get that authority, they, they're, they're, there's, there's others, two others accompany that. Um, and going on. To, and going on to verse 5, And the devil, taking him up to a high mountain, shrewd unto him all of the kingdoms of the world in, in, the, in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power I give to you and all the glory of them that is delivered unto me, whom shall I give it? But if thou were to worship me, thou should be mine. And Jesus answered him, he's like, what are you saying, Punk? Say what? What are you talking about? Who do you think you are? There's only one prince for the king's throne, and that's me. And everybody's looking at it. And Jesus answered them, says, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord that God, and him shall you serve. Basically, that's there's the spirit of religion. The spirit of religion comes to mask itself as Christianity. It creates a false kingdom. It's a creating a false realm of authority, a false realm of I'm in power. You, you better bow to me. You better listen. You better believe what I say or, or else. Or if you don't believe the way I believe, you're going to hell. You're, you're not saved or you're, you're not born again. If you're, if, you're really, if you're really who you say you are, if you're really a Christian, you would serve me and you would follow what I'm preaching. If you don't, or like these preachers that get up there, if you leave this church, you're going to hell. You leave this, you defy my authority, you go, you're going to hell. And all this other stuff, and they keep they keep going on and on and on about they're legalistic, it's creating rules, it's creating boundaries. Jesus has no boundaries. Jesus has no bounds. His kingdom no, has no end. There is no bounds to his kingdom. He already had it. This, he was already, it was already, he's, he was basically promising Jesus something he already had. And Jesus was like saying, Punk, get your, get your better self back. Because I'm about to cash in. Basically. And with with this, um, and what I'm talking about, just on the, the, those of you listening to my way radio, if you're understanding where the flow of this is coming from, I'm talking about the three things that, that the, revi the, the, the demonic forces that hate revival. Because the re revival comes... It comes to it comes to to take take out that what's the take out a move of God when the revival comes it's out to take it's out to take out the things of religion it's out to take things out that are, that are established by man it's out to take out circle social circles it's to take out uh, denominational barriers it's to take out prison walls hospital walls you name it 
it's a it's an ever moving force. It's an ever burning fire that can't be shut out. You can't if you come with your blanket, wet blanket, it'll set the thing on fire. Amen. I mean, we've got to get into this mode of getting away from all this stuff. We need to break this out of our lives. And then we continue on, verse 9. And he brought him up to Jerusalem to set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou art the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee and keep thee in their hands. They shall bear thee up, lest they any time to dash the foot against the stone. Jesus answered him and said, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Basically, Satan was in there. Satan was beyond ticked off. Those away listening to me way radio and by the by Facebook Live, you got to understand that when when you when you sit there and you tempt something like that, there's got to there's going to be a rage attempt accompanying that. When religion comes to break up the house of God, they they come they come with rage. They come with control. They come with religion. They come. They those two other things accompany it, and they come in there and they they come in there to wreak havoc, and they, they come in there to destroy that work of God. And we've got to get away from this. I mean, this is where we are living in a time where we need we need people coming to Jesus. We don't need to be running them off. So what if if you had two gay people coming to your church? You know what? If I had a church right now, you know what? If I'd say when you're if I see a gay couple. Come in, welcome. Jesus loves you. That's all I would say. You, you, I mean, that's it's not right to sit there and condemn somebody. Religion likes to condemn people. I mean, and religion likes to tear people apart. I mean, if somebody's bound by by an addiction or something, or by anything, I mean, you you, you name it. Or they, or they live. They're living a life of depression, and they're they're living a life where, where things are not really working out for them. I mean, this is the for all to come, and are heavy laden. And I shall give you rest. The Bible says, Jesus says, I should come unto me, and I shall give you rest. I mean, I will make you relax. I will make you walk. I mean, he, he makes me lie down in green pastures. The Bible says. Just picture yourself in the middle of a green pasture. The most Peace beyond imagination is in that when the power of God comes on it. Yes, people are laughing. Yes, people are rolling under the power of God. But it's under the order of the Holy Ghost. And it's none of your business. I said it's none of your business what, what's going on and how, that, how God's touching that person. It's between that person and God, and you have no business intruding on it. I mean, there's been moves left and right and center that, that's really came through. And in... All all the time, no, it never fails. You got a pack of religious people, full of religion and full of rage, that they want control of that thing. They want to shut that thing down because this is this is not the way I want it. It's it's all about man's ways, man's wants, man's needs, man's power, man's authority. It's not about our authority. Our only authority comes from God. I mean, yes, you have to listen. Yes, there's a there's a God-given authority to pastors to lead the congregation. There's a God-given authority to lead, for evangelists to go out and be the hands to bring in the multitudes of people from the left, from the north, south, east, and west. Yes, there is an authority on the office of the prophet. 
to speak a prophetic word, to direct, to be the compass of the church. Um, yes, there is a, a, an authority on the apostle to be the govern, to govern the church. Apostle and bishop are basically the same thing. Um, you, yes, there's an authority on the teacher. I mean, there, there's all the fivefold ministry gifts. There is an authority there that's pre presented by God, but it's a different type of authority. It's not man-made authority. It's God-made authority. And they're, 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 their job is to allow the Spirit of God to flow in and to gate off anything that's not of God and the, and the things that wants to shut down the move of God. When you got something trying to shut down the move of God, it's basically a lot of it's because of jealousy, uh, anger, strife, bitterness. They don't like what's being delivered. They want symbolism over substance. They'd rather have oil rubbing contests where they where people leave more greased up than a pig in a county fair. Um, you got you've got a whole bunch of other you know, a whole bunch of other garbage that accompanies with it. You have to do all. You have to. You have to sit there and you gotta pray so many prayers, or you gotta. You gotta sit there and try to break things or stop, or you gotta do all these outward symbol symbolic things that has nothing to do with the presence of God. Or you have to. Do, you have to have to do, create an imaginary blood, and this is all. All that is is religious idolatry, and it needs to go. We need to. It's nothing can happen unless you surrender yourself to the presence of God. Nothing comes from heaven unless it leaves the earth. I mean, we've got to, we've got to get, we've got to get it, we've got to get a clue, folks. This is not about, this is not a game. This is not something about our authority, about what how people think we're, we look like. This is not about being people pleasers or being in some social circles. I'm telling you right now, social circles do not belong in the house of God. They're people pleasers. They're wanting to be, they want to put a display a man. Oh, well, this preacher, that preacher, this preacher, that, this preacher, that preacher, this preacher, that, that preacher, this preacher, 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 this. I mean, this, and then they put the emphasis on men. They make superstars out of these preachers, and, and, it's, and it's totally wrong. It's idolatry. We can't, you cannot worship something that, that, that's God created. you got to worship the creator. you got to worship the they're putting everything they have in, in the, the pastor. The pastor is just a vessel. The pastor, it's just like emptying this cup out. That's just basically what we are as ministers. Whether you're apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, um, evangelist, pastor, whatever, what have you. We're just an empty cup for him to fill up so we can pour out. That's the authority we have. We have the authority to to pour that out for you. We have the authority to allow the Holy Spirit to move. We have the whole, the authority to let signs, wonders, and miracles happen, to call that, to call those things out, to cast out demons. I mean, there's a lot of castrated preachers out there that are out there just walking around castrated, and they don't, they, they, they don't operate in the authority of the Holy Spirit. They don't walk, they don't walk in their God-given ability. They let the congregation members push them around. They let the people form coups. If you don't do what I say, they, 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 they try to form a split in the church. They come, if I had, a, if I was a pastor of a church and they come in there and start doing that and start making the threats, they were going to leave. I'd kick the whole works out and start all over again. I mean, I'm serious. We can't, this is not about giving people their way. This is not, I mean, religious people always want their way. And if they don't, then they never seem to, to, to get enough of it. 
it's like they want more power, they want more power, they want more power. And they, the more power they get, the more power they want. And the more power they want, the more power they get. And the more power, and it becomes a, even vicious to where they're in a spirit, they're in a spirit of rage. Just like here in, in Luke chapter 4. The devil was ticked off. I mean, he was literally ticked off. I, I, want, I don't want to say the word here on live on air because I got to watch what I say over to the other networks that are, that are hosting me. Um, but basically, I mean, you got to be a total idiot to want to run revival out of your, out of a church. You got to, you got to be totally stupid to think that, uh, got the, the, the revival was a thing for the nineties and it's, there, there's, there's different new, different things. No, that's not it. God never changes. The Bible even says, I am the Lord God. I changeth not. He changes not his ways. He changes not who he is, his nature. He doesn't change anything about him. We are to change. It's about us changing. A revival is a touch of God that comes to change the heart of man. We've got to get out of this, this thing of thinking that it's our authority, where we are the ones in charge, where we are the ones that have all the say, where we have all the... The upper hand on everything. A lot of times religion teaches people to be the upper hand. But the thing is, there's nothing below the upper hand to support it. That's how the devil tricks us. How the devil tricks our mind. He pretends to think, gives to pretend to think that we have the authority that we don't have. I mean, this is what religion does. It's, 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 it's an evil thing. It's the devil coming as his angel of light. And imposing his angel of light because he was once an angel of light and he became an angel of darkness because he tried to hit the Lord. He tried to strike the Lord, tried to strike, strike, hit God. He tried to take over God's place and God said, That's it, you're fired. He did a Vince McMahon on him. I mean, he took him down and skated, laid a smack down on him like no other. The, it was, you, you think that what Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant did was, was bad, like WrestleMania 3, where Hulk Hogan slammed the the largest wrestler ever. He sl body slammed him at the Silverdome in 1987. I mean, you've got to be you've got to be kidding me, right? This that when Satan when Satan they, they, everybody saw when Satan was struck by light. The Bible, Jesus even said, "I saw when Satan fell like lightning from heaven." I mean, that was must have been God must have been pretty ticked off. The, the to lay one on him, to drop a power bomb on him from heaven. I mean, enough of the wrestling talk, but I'm a professional wrestling fan. I'm a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> you can't, I, I, my wife, ask my wife, she'll, she'll roll her eyes at you. She always, when the first time we watched professional wrestling, she watched wrestling with me, she's like, oh my God, seriously. Cause I'm, cause me, I like to yell at the TV. I like to get into it and all this other stuff. But that, I don't want to chase no, to follow no rabbit trails. But I want to cut that rabbit trail off. I want to keep going. Basically, when you get revival, when you have revival coming into the house, you've got to have, you've got to have reverence for the Holy Spirit. You gotta, you gotta break off, do whatever you can. I mean, there's preachers I see on, on TBN that literally drive me nuts. Because they're so driven by religion and control. I mean, they, they don't like revival. They think that that's not happening in the Bible. I've got plenty of scripture that proves you that revival is in the Bible. That the revival 
is here, that revival is a real thing, that the move of the Holy Spirit is going to stay, and it's going to cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. I mean, we, I believe that there's a great awakening going to happen. I believe that the God is going to shake the heavens, the earth, and the dry land. I believe that he's going to shake the nations for his desire. Because you know what? Because people, my people are called by my name, shall pray and seek my face and pray and turn from their wicked ways. I shall hear from heaven and heal their land. I shall hear their from heaven and heal their land. Hear from heaven. What do we got to do? We got to surrender our. We got to surrender everything we are. Our pride. Our want to be in authority. We got to surrender our 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 rage, our control. This false religion that we that we get we get into. I mean, this is serious. This is about this is about souls coming into the kingdom. It's time for a soul winning event, and I want to put on a soul winning event eventually. I'm going I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a tent. I'm going to get some sound equipment. I'm going to get some people to help me out here. I need security. I'm going to need a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to set it up out in the middle of the inner city somewhere up in down, maybe down in South City somewhere. Um, you find parks and set up different parks, different open lots. Find out who the property owners set that baby up, fire that joker up, and and make that thing and let let God come alive in that neighborhood and bring revival to these neighborhoods. I mean, this is in the books to do. I mean. This is this is, and then Jesus came down, and after Je and then after it, that was all said and done. Jesus came down and said, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He's anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor. He's sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach captive, preach deliverance to the captives, recovery sight to those that are blind, and set at liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord." And here's where Jesus started really stirring things up. Again, it again to the ministry. He and sat down, and and he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. All eyes of uh, all eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say, this day is, for, is a scripture fulfilled in your ears. He actually had a seat there. It was for the Messiah. And he sat down after he preached it twice. He must have preached it over a couple of times, telling people what that is. He kept handing it back saying, no, let me preach it again. Let me get it to you across again. Finally, when he got it across, he gave him the book and handed it to the minister, sat down on the Messiah's seat. He said, this day is scripture fulfilled in your ears. And then the religious people went nuts. The Pharisees and the Sadducees still live today, folks. I mean, they were angry because Jesus wouldn't give them their authority. He wouldn't allow them to have the control they wanted. They operated in control. They operated out of rage. They operated out of religion. They wanted everything to be their way. And Jesus flat out said, no. No. No, you're not getting your way. And they got angry and they made them angrier and angrier and angrier. Right now, religious people are angry. They don't want this in, in the house of God. They want the move of God out that the devil that's speaking tongues. I got news for you. You're going to be guilty of blaspheming the Holy Ghost. 
and that is an unforgivable sin. Jesus said, if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost, you have committed the unpardonable sin. It means you denied the very nature of God. That's not a good place to be. I mean, that's a place that I would never want to be. I mean, we've got people in in churches that are that are plotting coups against the pastors who are trying to run with the move of God. So they plot coups behind the scenes to try to get together to try to overthrow it because they don't want it in there because they got their programs in there. They got their special little programs that they they think that they're because they want the authority that they once had and they can't have it. So they they're trying to commit a coup to try to overthrow the pastor. And and what makes them angry is there's pastors out there that don't give in and it and and it literally makes the enemy livid. I mean, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to kill the kill the presence of God. He comes to steal the steal that which is holy. He comes to kill. He comes kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to destroy the move of God. He want, He don't want this to move. He don't want people getting saved. He don't want people getting healed. We need to get the church needs has been deprived of the miraculous. Church has been deprived of soul winning. We've got to get back out there and get into the into the fields. People are accepting Jesus like that. I mean, this is it's just the way it is, folks. I mean, I want to close with this. I mean, you want revival in your life? You're gonna to have to accept change. I mean, this is not about being in control. We've got to relinquish that control. We've got to get rid of that control because that control is gonna do nothing but kill us. It's gonna end up being our destruction, and the enemy's gonna sit back and go. all there is to it well i hope you enjoyed this broadcast um this has been this is something that i've been wanting to do for a long time something i've been dreamed about doing and it's, and it's god made it a reality and i just want to thank you all for joining me on this on, by way of radio um Thank you for listening to this podcast. Tell all your friends about this podcast. Tell everybody about Revival Now on Facebook. I do it from my personal Facebook page. If you want to send me a friend request, you can do so. I mean, I'm, I'm John Francis Saxbury III. My son's John Francis Saxbury IV. And my father is John Saxbury Jr. Please don't try to add those two. They like their privacy. I want my son to be kept private. He's only 12. And I don't want nobody adding them. Um, anyway, um, all of you that listen to me by the way of Breaker, Stitcher, um, Spotify, Google Podcast Network, um, let me name a few others, um, Radio Public, um, Speaker Radio, all these other one, all the other ones out there that accept this, I'm just gonna say thank you. Um, I love you. Um, I love you all. On by way of Facebook, um, this is a very pivotal moment for our ministry, and we really want to. I just really want to say thank you. And this is a very history historical groundbreaking moment where this is gonna split the kingdom of God, split revival wide open and let it gush out 
into America. Um, it's, it's part of the dream I had where Pastor Derek Howard Brown, you were, you were father of Rodney Gill Basil Howard Brown, and he came to me in a dream, and I had a dream about him. He came to me, and I was in the bottom of a quarry, and I'll never forget, I'll never forget the dream. He handed me a pickaxe, and he told me to strike the ground on the bedrock. Strike it first time. He says, strike it again. I struck it again. Now strike it again. And he struck it in. By the third time, I struck it, and the water gushed out of the ground, and it started to flood the whole earth. Everybody who was getting the water, they were getting healed, delivered, and set free. Those who were trying to get out of it were perishing. So that's a, that's an indication that God wants us to do something. Um, this That's what drives me. You know, and to, to keep revival going, keep revival going, stay in the flow of revival, stay in the river of God, and allow God to carry you. Because if we carry ourselves, it ain't going to happen right. So, with this, um, this has been a, this revival now has been a production of Saxbury International Revival Ministries. For any info on our ministries, please in, email me, email me only at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. I'll type it into the comments on the bottom on, on the Facebook Live. And those who are watching by way of radio and by, by online, I just want to say I love you. God bless you. Have a great week in the Lord. We will be back here tomorrow night live for my, other, my Sunday message called Keeping Your Wells Overflowing. I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Um, go win some souls over. Get out and go, go witness to people. Get a bunch of friends. Get a bunch of friends in a car. Go out and go, go share Jesus with the world. Go find somebody that's sick and you need to pray for him. And I love you. Jesus loves you. And have a